Hi, I'm Jan Foreman. Welcome to Daily Hope. In this famous Far Side cartoon, one deer is talking to another who has bullseye-shaped fur on his chest. I don't know if you can see that. And the other deer comments, bummer of a birthmark, Hal. Have you ever had a day or a season where you felt like a target was on you? Today in Job 7, we continue Job's conversation with so-called friends about all the assaults on his life. His companions are filling the airwaves with tidy theological reasons for his suffering. Basically, God is right and you are wrong. Just admit your sin and the target will go away. But Job, in his suffering, knows more about himself and God than these cruel friends. C.S. Lewis wrote, Pain insists upon being attended to. God whispers to us in our pleasures, but shouts in our pains. It's his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. We need to hear from Job what life looks like according to God's megaphone. When you wipe off the gloss and the distractions and see humans through the lens of eternity, keeping in mind this was not God's original design, but this is our reality because we live in a broken world and we're broken people. And his very first lesson is that life is hard. Mark's mom often said, life is hard and then you have to cook dinner because she disliked cooking. But Job complains, does not man have hard service on earth? Are not his days like those of a hired man, like a slave longing for evening shadows or a hired man waiting eagerly for his wages? Can't we all relate to this? We do work hard. It's exhausting. We watch the clock. We can't wait for Friday. Job identifies with this as he actually longs for the end of his life, his suddenly hard life. Job's second realization is that life on earth is futile. He says, I've been allotted months of futility. My days come to an end without hope. My days have no meaning. Of course, we read this now on the other side of Jesus' sacrifice and resurrection, so we want to push back against this definition, but it's important for me to realize this is an accurate description of life apart from Jesus. What exactly is the point? And then Job's third analysis is that life on earth includes intense suffering. Nights of misery have been assigned to me. My body is clothed with worms and scabs. My skin is broken and festering. When I think my bed will comfort me and my couch will ease my complaint, even then you frighten me with dreams and terrify me with visions. Suffering isn't an optional course for anyone on earth. And then related to this, Job knows that human life is fragile and brief. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle. My life is but a breath as a cloud vanishes and is gone. We are not immortal. We are mortal. And these bodies occupy space on earth for a very short time. And because this is Job's perspective, he cries out, I despise my life. And then he turns his attention to God, and his words take the form of questions. Am I the sea or the monster of the deep that you put me under guard? What is man that you make so much of him that you give him so much attention that you examine him every morning and test him every moment? Will you never look away from me or let me be alone even for an instant? If I have sinned, what have I done to you, a watcher of men? Why have you made me your target? Have I become a burden to you? Why do you not pardon my offenses and forgive my sins? 
God never criticizes Job for his honest questions because Job doesn't sugarcoat his experience and his tragedy, really. Only Job's friends struggle with this difficult process. Job is still a believer, but boldly wonders out loud why God is paying him so much negative attention. He feels like he has a target on his chest, like poor Hal the deer, but he doesn't want God to get so close and personal. That's who God is, though. As Job said, he is a watcher of people. The reality is we each have a target on us from a God who loves us too much to look away and let us go. It's what Jesus coming and dying for us is all about. He didn't look away from our suffering and our brokenness, but came to suffer and die for all the hurt we experience on earth and all the hurt we cause. Job's words scream the need for Jesus, who came and faced all the horrors we taste in this life. Betrayal, physical pain, loss, rejection, loneliness. Jesus is the answer to Job's cry for forgiveness, too. Through his death, the Father took away all of our sin and marked his own son so that we could be set free. So when we're overcome with sorrow and wonder where God has gone or like Job question our circumstances, we can still look to the cross where God drew so near to us and there God meets us with the promise of new life with him forever. And now I want to invite you to join us for Sunday services or online. Our Sunday services are 9, 11, and six o'clock. God bless you.